On May 7th, a fatal boat mishap claimed the lives of 22 individuals in Thanur of Kerala's Malappuram district. What is upsetting is that there is a dangerous monotony in the way history repeats itself, at least when it comes to the devastating boat tragedies in Kerala. The Thekadi mishap in 2009 which killed 46 people, the Thattekar tragedy in 2007 which saw the death of 18 people. including 15 children the 2002 kumaragam tragedy which saw the death of 29 the tanur incident is just a reflection of the past boat tragedies that struck kerala hi you're listening to on manorama's explainer podcast news break a weekly show that breaks down news in a clutter free manner This is your host Harita Benjamin and in this episode we are here to discuss the Tanur boat tragedy and examine the checks and balances which are prevalent or not prevalent in the state. So today we have with us former chairman of the Kerala Maritime Board BJ Matthew to discuss the issue with us. Welcome to the show sir. So now uh, let's start with the Tanur boat tragedy. Now uh, overcrowding, faulty boat design, absence of life jackets and life buoys, then disrepair are some of the reasons which are highlighted for the mishap. So in your opinion, what is the reason for this mishap? See, I am a senior maritime lawyer, senior counsel in the High Court, as well as the uh, former chairman of the Kerala Maritime Board. the question asked was uh, the the unfortunate incident tragedy occurred whether due to overcrowding or boat design both are the reasons for the unfortunate accident the main issue is the boat design the boat in question is said to be a fishing boat converted into a tourist boat which i heard from the tv as well as from the social media since i am not in india so only through the visuals and the social media i could gather that this was a fishing boat all these reports has to be looked into and this will be available with the maritime boat survey department and uh, the the accident occurred if a fishing boat is converted into a passenger boat obviously their uh, center of gravity and uh, all the technical testing will change and moreover uh, the passenger boat is not supposed to fly in the estuary area they call it ajimugam right that is one of the reason secondly the overcrowding overcrowding is a general phenomena of the people of india particularly kerala even for a wedding you can see that people are rushing into the wedding hall whatever be the relation with the bride and bridegroom similarly when a team of guests are being taken in a boat we have a tendency to rush into it nobody is bothered about the capacity of the boat but all the license was given unauthorizedly or illegally as alleged in the news and media there will be a limit for the passengers uh, as of now understand that there is no system to check how many passengers can uh, get in that has to be controlled by the uh, the, the vessel master and the staff of the vessel with regard to overcrowding maritime board or the survey department they don't have any system to check how many passengers are getting into each boat 
that rule has to be strictly complied by the owner of the boat and implemented if the kv rule or the concern rule is violated by the owner he has to be penalized admittedly more passengers have uh, get into the boat and we should also know how the driver whether he was having a license whether he was experienced even seeing the visual of the social media and tv we could see that even while taking a turn or even moving from the first point itself the boat was landing towards one side so obviously all these aspects has to be uh, looked into by the uh, authority concerned or the commission appointed by the honorable chief minister absolutely so uh, you're saying that there is no mechanism uh, to check whether these boats are adhering to the maximum capacity which is you know outlaid right Uh, so is there any uh, suggestion from previous committees or you know from the government to check you know how many passengers are boarding these boats uh, like how many passengers are yeah. on board yeah even uh, see coming to that point the former maritime board the first maritime board where i was the chairman in several board meetings we have decided to bring all the house boats and all the boats come under the registration of kiv except okay. fishing boats has to be registered and given license by the KMB at the time both and we have also decided that in Alappi about 2000 and odd houseboats are there that was the permission given by the boat owners association and the trade bodies when a meeting was held according to them which was minuted in the board meeting that 700 and odd vessels were only having license So okay. we have decided that we have to bring all the vessels under the license. They must be regularized, and strict penal provision has been decided to implement. We have decided the first, second, and third penalty rates, and even the detention. And uh, with regard to the scrap of the boat, the collectors to interfere. All those decisions have been taken. Okay. So once that is implemented, only with strict implementation of Uh, the KIV rules, the present Inland Vessel Act 2021, and the central rules. Uh, what I understood is that nobody knows which act and which rule is binding. Exactly. I'll come yeah. to that. Yeah. The Inland Vessel Act, Inland Vessel Act 2021 of the Central Government Union of India was passed in 2021. Okay. Earlier, respective states were used to draft the respective state rules, like Kerala uh, Inland Vessel Rules. But okay. here, along with the central act, a central rule was also drafted, wherein it is stated that those state rules, present rules, which is not in conflict with the central rule and act, can continue. But at the same time, they are also bound to comply with the central rule. Okay. So I don't think that that has ever come through before the, <laughs> the the new board or any any authority in the public sector. All right. So now uh, over to my next question. Uh, as you said, there is a lot of confusion on what rules are binding, which authority is supposed to uh, look into it, uh, and things like that. Now, uh, like, is the Kerala Maritime Board responsible for issuing the permit for all boats? And could you elaborate on how the permit is issued and the requirements to be fulfilled for a permit? Like, because uh, you know, I've come across a lot of jargons uh, online and. There is a registering authority under yeah. the port department. Then there's a chief inspector of the board. Then there's some classification yes, under yes. the India Registrar and inspection yes. certificate. So now this is not very clear for the common man. 
Uh, so could you just you know briefly and very quickly tell us what is yeah. the procedure? Earlier, before two thousand ten, in two thousand ten there was a Kerala state government order, whereby the Kerala Indian vessel rule or the managing of the houseboats and other inland water vessels were under the irrigation department of the state. That order says that till Kerala maritime board come into force, this operation can be handed over to the port department. Directorate of Port, then Directorate of Port. When the new Act was passed by the Kerala Assembly in 2017, the Port Directorate merged with Kerala Maritime Board as per a particular section, and the Maritime Board came into force in 2018. And uh, when the first board took charge in 2018, the responsibility for uh, the operation and management of the inland vessel. Was with the Kerala Maritime Board. Right. And as you said, within Maritime Board, as per the Act, in the Act, the inland vessel operation does not. Uh, you cannot see as mentioned. But the rules, Kerala inland vessel rules of 2010, has not yet been amended. The first Maritime Board has given a draft, approved by the board and given to the government. Even the first Maritime Board, the draft of the Kerala inland vessel rules has not been amended, amended so far. Now the new Ooh. new central act has come. There is a 2021 uh, rules. 2021, yeah. Right. And new yeah. 2021 rules also has come into force. So it is high time that if you have to compare with the central rule and the act and the present KIV, and that has to be amended at the earliest. Only yeah. if the rules and act are strictly implemented, like uh, implementation of uh, helmet or seat seat belt. Should be made mandatory that all inland vessel or houseboats, whatever it is, should carry life jacket for all passengers. Like Water Metro, Water Metro can have this life jacket and life buoy. Why not other vessels? Does yeah. all the vessels like comes under the Kerala Maritime Board, right? All the vessels have to secure a permit from Kerala Maritime Board. Is that it? Yeah, all the fishing fishing vessels uh, license are being given by the fisheries department. Okay. Other than fishing boats, all vessels flying in inland waters. There are seagoing vessels which are registered under the IRS or with the DG. That okay. doesn't come under maritime boat. Okay, so, so the normal tourist all all the tourist boats in uh, right from Vinayam, Trivandrum, Kollam up to Kasaragod comes under the maritime boat. All right. So, when the maritime board is issuing a permit, what are the chief uh, things which you look at? Like, what is the criteria for issuing a permit to a boat? See, that is a technical uh, question. First of okay. all, the the owner of the boat who proposed to build a boat has to come with a design, a proper approved design by a competent naval architect or concerned authority, and okay. submit to the the chief surveyor of Kerala Maritime Board. And after looking into it, any suggestions to be made that has to be corrected. Then even during construction, also the the surveyor or the chief surveyor uh, and other other uh, responsible staff has to inspect the same and give a report. Only if it is satisfied, accordingly, the proper license has to be issued. Our concern is that we the public cannot simply blame Kerala Maritime Board because when I was the chair, I know that. We have decided to take expert naval architects from Cochin University and other places 
on contract basis you cannot take a, on permanent basis from psc that will take time so that was also not we could not implement because that will be forwarded to the port department that will go to the finance department it will take four five years so at the earliest the government at the chief minister's level has to take that a strong technical department has to be formed immediately who could understand who could survey who could uh, do the expertise in in the construction and manning of the any boat okay and you should not dilute the inland inland vessel act or inland vessel rule all right so now uh, once these boats are given permits is there any mechanism to check like do we i mean because uh, vehicles have uh, frequent checks right uh, like they need permits uh, to be on roads they need pollution control certificate exactly. and things like that so do boats also exactly. require a fitness test exactly exactly yeah. even even for boats also similar frequent checking are there and okay. even before renewing uh, the license they have to bring the documents to the surveyor surveyor has to go there physically examine it and after satisfying the present condition of the boat license could be renewed but the difficulty of the maritime boat staff staff means who have uh, expertise knowledge or technical staff is very low we have surplus staff in maritime boat no doubt about it right so they can be used for uh, checking another thing but See, in, in the in the first maritime board meeting, we have taken a decision in the board meeting. As I said earlier, all the boats, whether it is illegally plying, has to be brought under the license, for okay. which proper checking has to be done. It is not practical to go on board of every boat, so we have decided to fix barcoded number plate to all the boats in Kerala, and we have also decided to implement insurance scheme for the houseboat. employees and others and we have also decided in 2019 that 2020 before the, the last election the same has to be inaugurated and the license has to be given to all the non licensed uh, owners by the chief minister and minister for port ramachandran karanapalli but nothing has could not be implemented all right so uh, now moving on uh, you were speaking about the kerala indian vessel rules of uh, 2010 right uh and now uh, even the 2010 rules talks about say one jacket for every person and you know a 10% uh, life jacket requirements to fulfill for the children and a minimum of four life boys on every passenger vessel or ferry service or houseboat now uh, why is this not being implemented by uh, most of the boats in kerala like is there any reason uh, is it because the implementation is really weak and what could be the reason for this we can say that that is due to the lethargic attitude of the employees as well as the owners of the boat because okay. the owners should ensure that proper life jackets and life boy are purchased in the boat and they are entitled to take only the maximum capacity passengers like in, in the in the transport sector in the bus the the mv the motor vehicle department has fixed for 48 45 something like that okay in metro metro the now now the system is being strictly implemented if that is implemented in all the house boats all the passenger boats all other boats i'm sure that no accident will occur here all right our tendency that we will discuss this after say one month everyone will forget about this absolutely then only when the next next action come we will again strongly discuss even the local people even the boat owners even the 
maritime board or government sector whoever be ruling that is the system is running like that another thing even for locating the uh, boats without license the maritime board does not even have a, a speed boat there is no fire boat even the fire boat given for construction years back is still with the contractor that's my understanding without speed boat yeah. how, how can how, how can a department take the assistance of coastal police or any other uh, agency and uh, go and uh, uh, seize the boat inspect the boat no such system that is why we decided to implement barcoded uh, number plates and uh, other systems to locate the ownership by using laser system decisions are there only thing that that the implementation is lacking right so uh, now uh, there were several judicial panels like uh, justice narayana kurup commission and paritkuti commission and you know uh, different commissions were uh, you know have recommended different measures to prevent uh, boat accidents right uh, it happened after the tekadi and tatekad and kumaragam and all that so now have any of these decisions been implemented and what do you think is the way forward now you did uh, talk about you know different decisions like uh, barcoding and you know giving boats numbers and you know highlighting that and uh, all that so but how do you implement these decisions and what should be the highlight when it comes to these decisions all these commissions myself submitted uh, the reports very honestly after taking studying the details looking into the records everything is there but yeah. whether it is the judicial commission report or any act or rule or any decision of the maritime board or such authority the same has to be implemented made in make into force we need not uh, blame any government a political decision has to be taken then it is the duty of the bureaucrats to implement the, the commission report that is my opinion with this we come to the end of today's discussion thank you so much mr vijay matthew for joining us On Manorama's news break and explainer podcast produced by Harita Benjamin with technical production by Idea Brew Studios comes out every week and is available on all podcast platforms. Do follow on manorama.com for more updates.